is up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 42 of this blog. You can talk about anything. I'm Melanie with two L's. I'm your host. This is my show. And if you've been listening to this for 42 weeks, you know that. 42 weeks. I'm pretty sure I got the math right this week. 42 weeks. I'm 10 weeks away from a solid year of podcasting, which is the hip hip hooray for me because I never thought I was going to be doing it for this long. So last week I told you that I was inviting my friend, my friend, my friend pay onto the show. We were going to talk movies and we did. And then we got carried away and talked about all sorts of other things. So what this podcast essentially is, is it's girl talk. It's like, what you would get if, you know, you were listening in on a sleepover or a really long phone call (laughs) or maybe like just, you know, Instagram DMs and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun and we veered off topic a hundred thousand times and we had a blast doing it. And hopefully you'll have a blast listening to us do it because like I said, we had a blast doing it. Um, there were some sound technical issues on Pay's end. It happens. It's technology and it's not always going to be perfect. This is not a perfect podcast. There, They aren't always, but um, you should be grateful because usually I do guests bi-weekly and this is going to be your third guest in a week. And at the end of the show, I'm going to announce that I have a guest for you again next week pretty excited to announce that. So for now, I am just going to throw it to Pay and I's little sleepover conversation because that's really essentially what it is. Um, And also I forced her to watch Being the Ricardos so we could discuss it. And we really didn't, we did discuss it, but we didn't discuss it all that much. But me explaining this to you is just taking away from the time that you could be using to listen to all that. So, um, here it is. So I told everyone that I was bringing a friend on, which I've never done. It's the first time I always bring my mom, but she's not really my friend. She's my mom, right? So I brought a friend on, I brought you on, and we're here to talk about movies and uh, other stuff, probably, because it always gets, I mean, you've heard the podcast, it always gets derailed. Like, I'm talking to Sam Salem about one thing, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to finish the story. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> so... You haven't watched like any Oscar movies, basically. Right? No. <laughs> I've seen, what does it make it? Four? Which? Yeah. Encanto. Uh, I haven't seen that. So good. Take Tick Boom. Uh, Spider Man. And then, of course, you know, being there, Ricardo's. They did a thing. I don't know if you know about this. Probably a lot of people don't know about it. They did a thing. The Academy did a thing where you can vote for like fan favorite movie on purpose so that Spider-Man could get into the show. And, but people are voting for the Camila Cabello Cinderella. It's leading right now. And I don't, I'm like, please. like. I mean, like I did see that. Um, I just, I don't know. It's the same level as. Did J.K. Simmons really uh, deserve the Oscar nomination for that role? No, and he's not going to win it. I don't even know who else is in that category. I don't even know. Let me look. Um, He's not going to win it. J.K. Simmons has won before. And it's super political um, the way they do the Oscars. Like, if you've won before, 
they don't really care. Like Denzel, why are you nominating Denzel? We know he ain't gonna win. He's like the Meryl Streep of the Oscars. Like, yeah. well, the male version. I kind of lost respect for him. I don't know if you remember, like, a couple, maybe five, six years ago. There, do you watch the Oscars? Or no? Yes. Uh, my roommate calls it the uh, Super Bowl of movie. I was <laughs> so off topic. I was watching the Oscars like two years ago before COVID hit and Robert De Niro, it was like the last award and you could tell that he was just done. He was done with it. And they put the camera on him and he's like on his phone. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then he showed up to the... <laughs> to the vanity fair right uh after party and they were trying to take his picture and he's just like waving middle fingers up and down and i was just like wow maybe somebody should control him um so who's the nominee i love him i love him too i think he's like probably the best living actor wow okay best supporting actor a bunch of people see the only person honestly <laughs> other than jk simmons that i ever heard of is jesse plummets i've never heard of the rest of them I don't know what that says about me, but that Power of the Dog movie has like so many nominations and two in that category alone. So I know it's not, it's not going to go to J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Um, oh, I've seen West Side Story. I don't know if that's nominated, but uh, Mike Feist. No, I didn't see that one, but I did see um, like previews for it. And I was kind of dying at the fact that Ansel Elgort looks exactly like Marlon Brando at 25. Yeah, he, the movie would have been perfect if they didn't cast Ansel. Like, I just, him as a person annoys me. Like, he's just, what I've heard, not a great person. And they I could never have met him. anybody. The, that's the thing. They want to cast, like, most of the people they cast were not names. They were not people that we've heard of before or that we've heard much of before. And that's why they cast Ansel. Because he was a name. Yeah, I just would have preferred it to be like 90% Broadway. Because like you have Mike Feist, who Newsies, Gervin Hansen, Ariana DeBose, Hamilton. Rachel, I know she's played, uh, like she's done some Broadway and acting for West Side Story. And I know that, oh, uh, Ben Cook, also Newsies. Everyone's in Newsies. I feel like Andrew should have been in Newsies, but he's too like big now to big no, they casted jeremy jordan for that like and i missed him i missed him when he left supergirl i was like no i don't want to watch this anymore i love him so much i stopped watching this is so bad i stopped watching supergirl and like as soon as i stopped watching it they cast john crier for uh, for Lex and John Cryer and I are like very close and he's like did you see my performance I was like yeah it's great but I didn't I haven't seen any of it so if he's listening now he knows but I feel like I don't need to see it to know that John Cryer's performances are good because he's such a he's such a good actor like he, I think he's like a three-time Emmy winner and he has a star on the Walk of Fame like he's you know he's a big deal but I mean he's a household name who uh who doesn't know John Cryer? A lot of people don't know who John Cryer is until you mentioned that he was in Pretty in Pink. What? Yeah. And when I saw him in Pretty in Pink, I like died laughing so much 
And then I was like, can I do a scene from Pretty in Pink for my acting class? And he was like, I don't care. And then I recorded it and I sent it to him. And he was like, it's really weird to see Ducky as a girl. Like, why is it a girl? And I was like, because it's me. <laughs> I'm Ducky. And he, and he just laughed. I think it's weird for anyone to see their, their own performance. Same energy as my Tinder messages. That's why I deleted the t- all dating profiles. It's boring. <laughs> I feel like... Like, I, okay, don't laugh. So like before Ben Affleck got back together, I'm going to leave this in the podcast. Before Ben Affleck got back with JLo, who I didn't like, I found out that he was on Raya and I applied to be on Raya and you can't be on Raya unless you're like celebrity. And they accepted me, which I didn't know why. And then I was like looking through profiles <laughs> to see if I could find Ben, but it didn't, it didn't work because like three days later he was back with JLo and I was like, well, fuck you. And I don't need this anymore. Oh, have you seen the uh, TikTok where the girl found Charlie Puth on Humble or no Bumble? <laughs> Humble. No, no. I yeah, she literally screen recorded and just like went through his entire Bumble profile, <laughs> and uh, that man does not like, act like a celebrity. A lot of them it. don't. A lot of them don't. There was one person I was on. I don't know if it was Tony's or the MKTO one, and I was just scrolling through the uh, comments. And they kept saying to Tony, you matched with me on Tinder and you never messaged me back. And I was like, if he didn't message you back the first time, why are you doing this? You're embarrassing yourself. Like, just stop. I saw the comments and I was like, there's a reason. He probably didn't even recognize that it was you in his comments. So did you see that thing that went viral? That was like, oh, I hooked up with somebody from this band that was on tour with a with Demi Lovato like it's and she's like Alexa play classic like I mean we know it's 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 one of two people and uh this girl did not look like she was a Malcolm girl what does a Malcolm girl look like Mm -hmm. well she was too she was so vanilla honed down yeah yeah <laughs> vanilla is a better word for it i was like turned down cleaned up why would you post that that's embarrassing for yourself oh because it's gonna go viral it's the only yeah, reason why you, any of them post it and say no it's gonna go viral that you hooked up with somebody who people like if, if i say tony aller people will be like who's that like literally if yeah you, well if, you, if you're not in the fandom you don't know well, it's like now there's so many stories coming out of girls being like, oh, yeah. Um, so when I was back in 2014, I hooked up with a member of like this band um, and it's five seconds of summer. And I'm like, you know, that's going to go viral because you're not saying names, but you're saying enough to where they know what you're talking about. It's like, oh, yeah. So they're all in committed relationships right now. They probably don't remember you. But you just went viral. Good job. Viral is my oh my. So you you've heard the Dennis episode, and my mom told him that he went viral, and he calls me and he's like, "I went virus." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And he's like, "My your mom said that I went virus," and I was like, "No, viral. Like you, you're not a disease. People like you. People." Every time I do a podcast, I get at least five people asking me when is he coming back, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna bring him back because it's funny, but is it only funny once? I mean, if he has enough story, which is not like he stories. does, 
this is a huge movie buff. He knows like every movie, every single movie he watches. But then like he'll try to explain to you which movie it is and you have no idea. He'll be like, it's Will Smith and he's in there with another black guy. And you're like, okay, well, that could be like Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, Bad Boys 3. It could be anything. I think it'd be fun because we played this game with uh, one of my friends because they also do not know movies. And we were like, all right, we're going to give you the title of a movie for like an actor. And you just have to give us your best description of what you think this movie is about. So it could be pretty in pink. And they would be like, uh, so it's about a girl who goes to prom and she really hates the color pink, but like she wears it anyways. And they're like, oh my gosh, she looks so pretty. And we're like, no, that's totally <laughs> wrong, but great description. <laughs> Imagine just giving someone the title of Tick, Tick, Boom and asking them to explain to you what, what is that about? They're going to be like, it's an explosion. So it's an action movie, right? About a bomb and you got to make sure it doesn't go off. Tick, tick. <laughs> I really liked that movie. Like, I wanted to, I keep watching it a hundred thousand bazillion times, but some people were like, I'm going to blow him up, shut him up. So I, <laughs> so I did. Um... No, but I think he should win the back to go, going back to Oscars. I think he should win for that. And if he doesn't, I'm going to be really upset. And my mentor's on the Academy. And I'm like, Robin, you have to vote for, for Andrew Garfield because if he doesn't win and I find out that you didn't vote for him, I know where you live and I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to tick, tick, boom your house. And she was like, oh my <laughs> God. And I'm like, I'm going to marry him. And it's going to be very uncomfortable for you at the wedding. And she's like, well, I don't know if I'll be at the wedding if you explode my house and I happen to be in it. <laughs> That's why you make sure that she's not in the house when it happens. It's fine. No, I'm not making sure that she's not in the house if it happens and she doesn't vote for him. But like four or five years ago, this was going back to this Denzel thing. Um, he was nominated for Fences against Casey Affleck for manchester by the sea i don't know if you've seen manchester by the sea no i've heard about it you should see it it's really good um but it's sad and it, he's playing a character who has complicated grief which is grief that ex it goes on longer like you know the, there's like five stages and you're supposed to go through them within a year but his kids um spoiler his kids die in a fire and he kind of carries on with this grief like all through his life like he's not he never gets over it and i i know that feeling because i also have had trouble um dealing with you know grief from from my grandma's passing so i when i watched the movie i was like oh like they get it and my friend lucas hedges in, is in that movie and he was so brilliant he was nominated he didn't win but casey was nominated against denzel and i thought and i kind of knew casey would win and he had just been accused of all this like sexual misconduct, which no one can really prove. And he won. And then not only did Brie Larson just kind of shove the award into his face, like, fuck you. He's up there and he's literally saying, I think Denzel should have won this instead of me. And Denzel is just sitting there with this like blank face. And it kind of made me lose respect for Denzel because I felt like at the very least you could have went like, thank you, like whatever, just get on with your speech. Like, I don't care what you're saying, but thank you for acknowledging my work. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about the situation. I remember when it was a big thing because uh, once again, my roommate loves the Oscars. Um, the wasn't that the year he was also? <laughs> it's literally she, she, what she calls her Super Bowl. 
But uh, she was like, mm, yeah, like, I'm sure Casey Affleck was, did great, but I couldn't watch the movie after those allegations. But also she watched Ghost and she was not a fan of Ghost. Yeah, that's a very strange, Ghost is a very strange movie because Casey's in the, under a sheet for the whole thing. That's what I heard too. And I was like, that's, that's your ghost. <laughs> kind of makes you wonder, you won an Oscar and then you decided to do a movie where you have a sheet over your head for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, what happened to, you know, CGI, we can just make it a ghost like this, like an actual ghost, not a long white sheet. Like, like are we in the uh, Scooby-Doo? Or like in The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Just that? Once. Um, I seen it too. Oh, I seen it. You know what I did? How I saw that movie? So Dennis had a blockbuster card. <laughs> and he gave it to me and his daughter. And he said, go inside and, and rent a movie. But he didn't think we were going to rent that. And so we get to the front. We're like 13. 13 and 12, we get to the front with the card and we're like, okay, yeah, we're renting this. And then the guy, <laughs> I can still remember it. The man goes, where's Dennis? And his daughter goes, I'm Dennis. Like Dennis is like a 60 year old man and you're Dennis. And then finally he came in and he was just so annoyed that we were taking so long and like so pissed off that he was like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. And like, he took the, he took the movie we went and then we went home we watched it and then after that he comes up to me and he's like the exorcist and I'm like you're blaming me but it was your daughter who picked it because she was obsessed with like scary like type movies and that wasn't really my thing but I didn't really find it scary I just laughed at the beginning when she peed and that's it that was it for me I never watched it again and I don't think she did either but Dennis was mad Do you ever do you ever go to Blockbuster and rent something you weren't supposed to? Uh no. That's only because so we went to like the local version of it, which was a uh, Tidal Wave, which is no longer there anymore. And my movie of choice over and over again was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live oh in concert. How old yeah. were you? Uh 10 no yeah 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 anywhere from like 8 to 10 yeah so I I just said oh we're going to Blockbuster um can I get the Ninja Turtles movie again thanks wow the only movie I remember renting that many times I was was those like I don't know if you watch like Ernest goes to camp (laughs) like he's always going somewhere my dad used to watch them with me. That's one of the only like things I remember that I used to do with my dad. And he would like, I would watch them. But I watched them like a few years ago as an adult with Dennis. And I was watching it and I was like, how is this good? And Dennis is like having the time of his life. He's like, oh yeah, electricity <laughs> on the ceiling. And I'm like, it's so bad. But I guess when you're a kid, and I guess in my dad's defense, movies weren't that good at the time. So he like, you know, he was watching what was, in at the at the time but that movie is awful and then I watched him Jim Barney in another movie with um was with Ben Affleck and that was awful 
And then I watched him marry Roseanne's sister and that was awful. So I think he was just like an awful actor and people just thought he was like, he had like a certain look. So they cast him. Yeah. I mean, back then, um, you got to think the type of comedy that we were looking at was, I think South Park was so big. Uh, Simpsons. I think it just started. Beavis and, that's right. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. Uh, and then as kids, you've got Ren and Stimpy, Two Stupid Dogs, Cat Dog, like all those that are just like slapstick comedy, which I, I watch every single one. I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Like my dad was very like, no, you're not watching because it was really vulgar before. It's not as bad now. And I just remember one day I was in the spare room watching it. And he's like, what are you watching? Because he was coming in. And I changed the channel. And I was like, Floatstones? And he knew. And then my grandpa one night, like, if I slept at their house, my grandma would go to bed earlier. So I'd have to go to bed with her, obviously, because I'm not going to sleep with him. And I got up one night to come out and see what he was watching. And I, like, opened the door. And he's watching Beavis and Butthead. And I'm like, how come you're allowed to watch this? And I'm not. And he was like, I'm not watching it. But he, he was. And he totally was. I kind of well, it's real funny because if, Go ahead. Yeah, if you uh, meet my dad, like he's like that. I don't want to say lame. He's like a very nerdy dad, but he's also the uh, like conservative Christian. Like we go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays. But he was the one that was like, oh, yeah, search. Beat his butthead together. We're going to watch. Uh, <laughs> The Simpsons together. We're going to watch all these together. Plus on, what did we watch on Halloween? Oh, Tales from the Crypt. And looking at me now, I'm like, I absolutely hate scary movies. What were you doing? He goes, I'll just let you watch it. Because, you know, you like the Crypt Keeper and like Beavis and Butthead. Your mom used to hate when you did the laugh. But like, I thought it was hilarious when you did it. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, look, wait, I'm going to do something. Hello. Oh, wow. Pizza head. I'm That's obsessed beautiful. with this stupid. Okay, this has to go. It's really stupid. Oh, <laughs> sorry. There you go. I told you I have too much fun with those filter things. There's just too much fun. Personally, no. I think my virtual green screen that's not even a real green screen is so much better than some people's actual green screens. Just saying. I mean, I think it is too. I definitely get joy out of it. People who are not, you know, looking at this, I have a virtual background and it's just all these pictures of Andrew Garfield. I mean, all stages of Andrew Garfield. I think the one in the bottom right corner left for you, I think, is shirtless. (laughs) He is very (laughs) shirtless at the beach. He's very shirtless. Okay, so you noticed it. I did not. <laughs> he's very much. I yeah. mean, he's kind Let of. Let me just show you. Um, it looks like for the people that aren't watching, I have <laughs> a Tyler Posey pillowcase that uh, the same friend who doesn't know movies got me. <laughs> That's cute. And uh, it's very much in that tumbler. <laughs> I think it's cute. It's so good. I have a Chucky pillow. I'm not afraid to admit it. That came from Chucky. It's kind of creepy. I mean, 
See, that's another thing. Thinking about movies and Oscars and stuff. It's so weird for me to think that the person who voiced Chucky with his first ever role was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which you've probably never seen. And he was nominated for an Oscar for that. And then he turned down a series of movies that would have partnered him with Robert De Niro. Didn't take them. And then ended up being Chucky. Like, how does that happen? That's insane. To go from, like, Oscar winning to... I'm now the voice of Chucky. Like, nominated one. But, like, that's still major. Yeah, but... And for your first role ever. Ever. Like, on TV, on screen. Chucky, though, is has become super iconic. Like, people are obsessed. They love Chucky. It's not really my thing, but I love it. Yeah, it's... uh, I like... Bride of Chucky. I think that one's my favorite. That one's perverted. (laughs) Or is that Seed of Chucky? I don't know. They're both perverted. So what did you think of being the Ricardos? Um, Okay. It had it had a good basis. I think the pacing was off by a lot because like the acting in it, great. Storylines would have been good, but there were like three of them and it could have just been condensed down into like a couple things not just like touching on things and also jk simmons should have been in it more to deserve the nomination i don't know why that's what i keep going back to but i'm just like for the people that don't know he plays fred like fred nettle in isla lucy and He's got some good scenes, but it's not enough to deserve, like, oh, here's my Oscar nomination. Like, just go ahead, nail Meryl Streep, and, like, get your award. I mean, Nicole was nominated also for for playing Lucy. I think her acting was good. It's Nicole Kidman. When has her acting ever not been good, though? Nicole Kidman is the first like actor that I ever saw that I was like, oh, this is what it's like to be a movie star because she was like right beside me and all these lights started like everywhere. Like you couldn't see two feet in front of you. And I was like, okay, this is what it means to be a movie star. Like she's gorgeous. She's, she's, did you see her Vanity Fair cover? She's dressed like Paris Hilton in The Simple Life. Like she's, she's gorgeous. She's got an amazing body and super talented. I don't think this was her best work though. But like, I feel like a lot is left to be desired. Like, I don't even buy that that's Lucia Ball. Yeah, which I was reading an article that Lucille and Desi's actual daughter was thankful that she didn't look like her mom. Just because it was like easier to, I guess, process and digest that it wasn't like she wasn't a doppelganger of her mom. But that it's was not- another thing. It's not even the look really that it's just, I felt like the behavior was so different, but then she's acting against Javier Bardem. I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah, no, I liked his performance. Hers. Really? I was like, okay, when she's Lucille, she's Nicole Kidman. When she's Lucy, it's just like a higher pitch Nicole Kidman. Like, not bad, just. But I don't think 
I don't think Javier did enough to be in that best actor category. We got Andrew Garfield, Benedict Cumberbatch, Denzel Washington, and um, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, um, 100%. And honestly, I think uh, Tom Holland should have been in that category. Like, I know he's younger and like, yeah. It's an it's a it's the Oscars. They're not going to nominate a superhero movie in that capacity. They just it's Oscars are all about those little indie films that you kind of have to find that they're not like Tick Tick Boom is an indie film that people only know because Netflix has it right on the front page. That's very true. Um, I just. I wish the Oscars were more I don't, not open-minded, but Inclusive. like broader with like, yeah, yeah, that's it. Instead of like, I mean, yeah, they stopped whitewashing it, which is amazing, but like include more things in it. Don't just say like, here's the Oscars, here's what you're getting. And uh, this is what we think, even if our viewers probably don't think that because it's been how many years now 60 i think this Five? is the 80 something oscars oh <laughs> yeah it would have to be because oh, yeah. well marlon brando wanted for on the on the waterfront and that was like in the 40s or 50s so but i mean if you watch movies from that era like for for something like on the waterfront you have nothing to rely on except your talent that's it there's nothing there are no cgi there are no special effects there are no visual effects there's literally nothing the only thing that they have to do like visual effects is like they put makeup on them and stuff like that so i think the oscars has gone so far away from that like just look at it. you haven't seen the movie i know but Jessica Chastain is nominated for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and Jessica Chastain is wearing prosthetics throughout the entire film. They didn't have that when they started the Oscars. Yeah, which I think is something they need to look into, or like musical scores. Uh, Hans Zimmer, uh, every year. Is the Hans Zimmer. Yes. Listen, so good. Uh, Like, iconic scores. I, I think of Star Wars. I think of Harry Potter. I think of, well, now I'm thinking of Dune because also visual effects. When I watched that movie, I said, wow, the cinematography of this. But you're right, like Marlon Brando, like in that era, it was strictly based on talent. But now you've got all these categories, which I think the Academy should take more into effect when they're looking at, all right, who are we nominating and who's winning? It's true, but it's so political. Like Johnny Depp has never won, never won. He's been nominated so many times and he's never won. And this is political because like 80% of the voting um, academy is white men. They don't want to vote for a white man who's attractive. They don't want to vote for that guy. So they're going to vote for somebody who looks like Rami Malek. Yeah. Well, you remember... Uh, it was like such a big deal when Leonardo DiCaprio got his Oscar because it was well that year so I almost had making. a fit. What? Sorry. I mean, it was so long in the making, which I uh, 
I love Leonardo DiCaprio with all my heart. But I was also like, Sam should have gotten something by now. Then it turns out he uh, pissed off the Academy for so long that they finally said, you know what? We're finally going to give it to you years later. The year that he got it was not the year that he should have got it because he got it the same year that Brian Cranston received his lone nomination for Trumbo. And it was better movie. It was more well done. Like that Revenant movie is disgusting. It wasn't like... I don't even find Leo's performing. I just think he's doing like all these stunts and like disgusting things like sleeping in horse carcasses and just, and for this, you give him an Oscar. Like you could have gave him an Oscar for Wolf of Wall Street. You could have gave him an Oscar that like, that's just a recent one. He was nominated in like 1990 something for what's eating Gilbert grave, which is my friend, Lucas's father, Peter wrote. And it's such a good movie. And he's so good in that. Like you actually believe that he's, you know, mentally ill and he lost for that and he lost for Titanic and he lost and he lost. And then you give it to him for on a year that like five other actors had a better performance than him. And, you know, and it's just like, why? Like this movie wasn't even good. And that's what I mean by it, like the politics of it. Yeah, because uh, if if the, uh, the board, the Academy, if they're happy with your performance, if they're happy with you in general, you have more of a shot. If you make them mad or you do something that they're like, mm-hmm. That's a little controversial in our eyes. A bunch of white men. Let's uh, not give it to them. We're going to snub them and uh, just say better luck next year. If they don't give it to Andrew, I'm going to be so mad because he doesn't, there's no controversy surrounding him at all. And I mean, who gave a better performance? Maybe the only person I would say maybe give it to. I would say maybe give it to Will Smith only because he's owed. That's true. But also, Andrew did a really good job for being a non-singer like and just like taking on the mind of Jonathan Larson. They look spot on. If you compare those clips, like, it was good compared to... Nicole Kidman versus Lucille Ball. Well, yeah, like, you know, the scene in, in Being the Ricardos where she's stomping the grapes? Yeah. Well, I've seen the Lucille Ball version of that, and it's, like, way more dramatic. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that clip, and I was like, that's not how the episode was. What they was did much in better that acted. Movie. Well, yeah, but what they did in that movie is they they slided over so many things like Nicole was not Nicole, but uh, Lucille Ball was the first, I think, one of the first women to be pregnant on television. And then she actually used her own. They used their own kid as little Ricky on the show. And they didn't like. They just slided over it like it was in the, it was there, but it was not there. Yeah, that's the thing that got me, which I guess, spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't seen it, um, they go from, oh, she's pregnant, but they don't show her being pregnant, and then all of a sudden, little Ricky's born. Like, we didn't even know it was little Ricky until they said something. So, uh, yeah. I forgot what their daughter's name is, but... Um, I don't, I think their daughter is also, I think their daughter is also named Lucille, I can't remember. I think it is. 
Yeah, but you have her. We don't even see her anywhere in the movie. And so then you're like, oh, this is little Ricky? Since when? Where's the first child? You don't even know she has two children unless you like look at her backstory. Yeah. And like the cheating scandal in that. My mom told me that I was in the live, obviously, that it went on and on and on. Like it was in the press constantly. But in the movie, they'd have you believe that it was in the press twice. That's it. Just two times. Yeah. And then it was like the communist thing they brought up a few times, which I thought was going to be like a majority of the movie. So did I. But it's just like, oh, she's focused on her acting and like, yeah, she, she has a relationship the problem, wrong box. But like, <laughs> yeah, it was an accident. I was. But she says clearly in the movie, I did it because I love my grandpa. My grandpa was a communist, so I ticked off the box because I love my grandpa. Why can't you just come out and say that instead of saying, I just checked off the wrong box? You didn't check off the wrong box. Yeah, it's a, what I like to call a Ryan Murphy syndrome. Oh, God, Ryan Murphy. (laughs) He starts so many plots, and then it just gets jumbled up, and like only half of them are resolved. But then you have these other you're like what what was the point why even bring that up in the first place you mean it's like, why i stopped watching uh, american really? horror story oh <laughs> well actually both i didn't finish the last season because i was just like his plot on glee i never understood i still don't understand and i can't understand why they ever put pock and rachel together it made no sense no and it didn't last was long no chemistry well, there was no chemistry there because somebody didn't like somebody else in real life. <laughs> well, I heard a certain somebody also didn't get along with like 90% of the cast. So I think that was a somebody's issue. Well, yeah. Yeah. But I think season one was different. And then as it progressed, you know, the, the only thing I'm grateful for in Glee is that they did give um, like Puck and Quinn did end up together. Which is what I yeah. wanted. Um, and they gave um, that character, they gave the puck character like a, a redeeming end because for most of the show, he's like a bad boy and he's, he's always failing out of class and he's getting everybody pregnant. Well, he got one person pregnant, but he's always doing something bad. And then in the end, he turns out to be like the one that kind of turns everything around. So I did like, that was like the only thing I liked about um about the the way they ended that <clears throat> but how much of that was ryan murphy and how much of that was comes down to the actors in my oh, 100%. i feel like the actors had a lot to do with it because ryan murphy would have just brought up all the plots and then not tied them up or the uh whole um like Corey memorial episode would have probably just been like a hot mess if uh they hadn't been such a close cast and like their actor and stuff just wouldn't have been like on point right together i can't speak to all of it i can speak to like one person but um that was all like a one take episode for for one character anyway the singing the singing to empty chairs and then adding in like he was singing to other people that was done after 
because he really was singing to an empty chair <laughs> with nobody else in the room, just a camera. Um, and then there's a scene between uh, Pac and Coach Beast in the locker room where he's throwing things around and everything. And that was all very emotionally charged, but it's also very real because that person was <clears throat> very close to Corey in, in real life. So that death was very real. Like some of them were friends with him, but they kind of moved on. Like Darren Chris, for example, they were friends, but he was able to carry on with his life. But for some people, Corey and themselves were like this. They were like synonymous with one another. So when when one died, the other one was kind of lost. But no, that's not a slight at Darren Chris. I love Darren. He's great. Yeah. But to have a baby. Um, that's that's the same. But to bring up another character that like I think just like goes under the radar, uh Dot Marie Jones. Oh, like, I love Dot. Oh incredible. I even she watched is. an episode of uh it was like a haunting of where they like went to her house and uh like figured out what what was haunting her house. And she had a uh she talked about like her dad passing away and it was kind of like you with your grandpa where she like her and her dad were so close and so when he died it was like a piece of her left and she's in her 50s 60s now and is just now like coming to terms with like he's gone but i'm gonna like keep his memory with me and a lot of the episode was like oh the medium also sees like ghost from the past and so her she was able to like i guess make peace with her father's passing because it was something that was also unexpected she just lost her mom too in like august i think so you know dot is i've talked to her a couple of times she's really nice and she was hi kitty <laughs> sorry she, she was... heard me talking she said hello oh that's okay she was super super caring of her cast members like the, they were all kids to her and she cared about all of them and when each of them you know like a few of them have passed away and she was a, like deeply affected by all of their deaths so i have nothing but respect for her and she's a better actress than the show gave her credit for oh and what's his name too mike o'malley who plays kurt's dad they should have gave him more screen time. oh yeah uh, i've seen him in other things and i'm just like you're so good they should have given you so much more than this. Um, yeah. Do you watch Criminal Minds? Yes. So, you know, like the, the Reaper. Everyone knows the Reaper. I'm watching Spider-Man and I was like, oh, my God. This is the first time I realized that that was the Reaper that was helping Spider-Man. <laughs> I was like, and his kid's name is Jack. And uh, he, he goes on Criminal Minds and kills a kid named Jack. And I was like, what? Wow. And those those had to have been at least like well, Spider-Man would have came first, I think. Five Maybe it isn't. That's insane. That is insane. But again, another these are a lot of there's so many actors out there that you don't know who they are, like by name, but you know their faces. And when you see them, you're like, oh, you know, yeah. like. But yeah, no, going back to that being the Ricardos, I just don't think, I don't think Javier has any business in that category. Like it's a decent performance. He's a good actor. 
a good actor will never give a bad performance but it's yeah. not it's not andrew garfield as jonathan larson yeah which um speaking of andrew garfield um lin-manuel miranda i don't know why i blanked on his last name for a second but like him also just like being not only like this time he wasn't a part of the cast but like him being so involved with all of his projects and being like no this is what i see i want you to like see this for how it is like with andrew he's like let me take you by oh this is where jonathan used to live this is where jonathan passed away this is where all these scenes are here's like a frisbee on the wall that Jonathan once like threw around with his friends, <laughs> like details. Wasn't he in the original cast of Rent? Yes. No. 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 <laughs> Hello, Kitty Number Two. <laughs> no, I think he was, or at least he was in a Rent, a cast of Rent. That sure. would actually that would make sense. I know he. Like, he did Tick, Tick, Boom. He, of course, did Hamilton. And well, then, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, he originated... Uh, oh, he was in, in the a Rent movie. I think. Huh? Now I'm going to have to go back and... No, he was... Yeah, I'm confused. I'm looking. How Broadway's Rent Changed My Life. Okay, so when did you play in Rent? Let's find out. Tick, tick, boom, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. Tick, tick, boom, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know when he died. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Uh, okay, so the, the article is literally called how, Lit, how It Changed My Life, and it doesn't say anything about him being in Rent. But he was. Uh, Yeah, he had some, he worked with Jonathan Larson in some capacity. I just don't know what it was. Oh my God. (laughs) You know how like on, you can, like on Google ask, somebody wrote, did Jonathan Larson see Tick, Tick, Boom? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was Rent, you know, what the whole movie is about. I'm pretty sure he he made the original Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, because I think he originally like created those songs. Oh my god, somebody put here. Throughout the movie, I hated it so much because it doesn't even make sense. He is making a musical and trying to get it off the ground, but it's not even rent. What? <laughs> it was I don't remember what the name of the play is that he's trying to make in the in the film do you, you know the one that he's making with the aliens and the all that stuff yeah yeah i don't remember the name of it but it's i don't remember tick tick boom or rent well it is tick tick boom though because the whole film is told through tick tick boom it's like a story within a story that's true but i think the Google people are uh, very confused about friends. 
well yeah no and but it, they say it right in the movie that he passed away the morning that rent debuted on broadway so yeah. how could he have seen tick tick boom the freaking movie like also also like the whole i think you mentioned encanto that's nominated also love that movie i didn't see it i don't watch a lot of cartoon movies my favorite Um, cartoon movies are like monsters inc (laughs) that's fair um i think it's up there for my favorite which uh West Side Story is is nominated for um, Best Picture. Oh. Well, it should definitely go to that. But it's also against it's against Don't Look Up, which is Leonardo DiCaprio. It's against Dune. Licorice Mm. Pizza. I don't even know what Licorice Pizza is. The Power of the Dog is in every freaking category. So you think it should go to West Side Story? Uh, personally, yes. I mean, I think visuals should go to Dune, and Dune was a great movie. Um, Didn't see it. I don't want to see it because I've seen the original with Brad Dourif, and I'm like, do I want to wreck it? From what I've heard, it's not nothing. My roommate tried watching uh, the original after watching the remake, and she well, yeah, was like, you can't. <laughs> awful. It was awful. It's awful because they didn't have anything to work with at the time. And then now you're watching the Dune from now. They have like all these visual effects and it's like the if visually so much more stunning than, you know, a, a 1970s or 90, early 1980s movie where the like visual effect is that the guy has friggin' uh, Einstein hair. Like, yeah, yeah best What's actor. Also, the storyline from what I heard is like, it's it's different from the like the way the book was, and some people are like not happy with Jason Momoa's performance because they said he was too fun with the character and too Jason Momoa. How can you put Jason Momoa? It's kind of like how Nicole Kidman was Nicole Kidman in uh, in the Ricardos. I don't know who's gonna win Best Actress. I don't. I feel like it's gonna be. Because it's Nicole Kidman has been nominated before. As Olivia Coleman won recently, Penelope Cruz, and then Jessica Chastain or Kristen Stewart. And I feel like they're gonna pick Kristen Stewart just to piss everyone off. Oh, 100 percent Which I think I haven't should- seen her movie, but I I also love her as an actor and I need to watch the movie because I heard it's good. Mm. Personally, I think Ariana's a book in it, but um. people don't like her though. So they'll pick her just to make people talk. It's true. Or international film. No one's watched these. Like, I can't believe there's not one best original song from, from Tick, Tick, Boom. Not even one. Right. It's wrong. 3090 is a bop. Like. 3090 is a song that someone who I'm not going to name really should listen to. Because if I have to hear said person talk about how being 30 is like being dead one more time. Even though a certain person is going to be 31 very, very soon. <laughs> Make it obvious so he can be like, wait, is this about me? No, no, no. I know a lot of almost 31-year-olds. It's, it's fine. 
Or, I mean, let me make, someone... it obvious. make it very obvious. 30 is so old, but I'm not in my 30s. <laughs> what? What? Um, yeah, and Kanto is nominated for Best Original Song for Dos Arguitas. I don't know what that is. And I know how to Spanish, but I don't know what that is. But it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. But he's against Beyonce. Beyonce is song? Be Alive from King Richard. Mm, I haven't seen it. Another one that I want to see. The which King Richard? Yeah. Well, I mean, Will Smith is so... I think he's so good in everything. Live action short. No one watches... Best supporting actor. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who's gonna win that. It, watch it go to J.K. Simmons. Oh, hundred percent. I'll he's, die. He's like I said, he's like Meryl Streep, where they're like, oh, he's nominated. Uh, give him an award. Did he's you fine. ever watch him in um, Miles Teller? Oh man. Oh, um, was it Whiplash? Yes. Yeah. Whiplash. How did Miles Teller? not win something for that that's what i'm saying that movie i get so good. run over by a bus and goes to his concert i would have been like sorry i've been run over by a bus i i can't be there sorry i am uh currently in the hospital west side story ariana debose is nominated for best supporting actress as she should be but I she's don't know against James. like Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. But like, I don't know if Judy you've seen Dench. Hamilton, but she plays the yeah. original Bullet. Like, she's just so good. I know there's a lot she's of not gonna s- get it, but she deserves it. There's a lot of so good people who just never like I don't understand this. John Goodman has never been nominated. Not even once. And he deserves every every award that he should have gotten. He's such a good, so good. He's such a like he's like a I had this discussion with Brad Dourif. Like he's a leading man. Problem is he doesn't look like it. He looks like your dad or your grandpa or whatever. He's not like the hot leading man. But I like yeah. why does that matter if he's if he's giving a better performance? Like, we live in a world where people would rather watch Shiny Day Fiance than any acting at this point. I mean, I, I, I know a 30-year-old men who are watching it now. It's kind of creepy. Who are obsessed with it. But then, you know, judge too hot to handle, even though they're on the same level. I watch mm-hmm. 90 Day Fiance, but I honestly watch it just to be like, really? <laughs> like, remember I sent you that song? Yeah, I hate that song so much. <laughs> So do I, but how does that get like if she was never on any day fiance, I would never know that song. Yeah. Well, see, now I know I have a friend who uh he's got like a songwriting uh contract. Cool. And he was uh he was like, Oh yeah, now I'm working with people to where my song could end up on The Bachelor. And I was like, excuse me, am I just gonna watch The Bachelor one day and you're just like gonna be on one of those awkward date concerts i'm here for it like andy Grammer has done that yeah and he was one of the best ones him and max i think were the best i love max i remember him from nickelodeon 
I just, I love Andy. He's so nice and like one of the nicest people I've ever interacted with and so talented. And, but like when I saw him singing on The Bachelor, I was like, no, Andy. But I mean, it's money. You know, he's, Andy Grammer is like, he's so, he's so much better than he gets like credit for. Like they don't give him the like, credit he does. He should be like a multi Grammy award winning uh, actor, excuse me, like singer songwriter by now. Well, yeah, because he's getting the same treatment as a a what hit a one hit wonder. Let's be real. Like, yeah, like classic versus Honey I'm Good. They came out around the same time. Only one of those songs is really like a classic. And it's not that's the true. one that's viral on TikTok. Yeah. No. I was going to say, only one of those is constantly playing in Target and on the radio. And I hear it 20 billion times a day. And it's, it's not, not classic. It's not that classic isn't a good song. Classic is a good song. But classic was written by neither Malcolm nor Tony. So they're just singing somebody else's song. Whereas Andy is singing Andy's songs. He sings his own music. And I think that's yeah. that's the thing that sucked about MKTO is that they let them sing so much of so little of their own music. Yeah, because honestly, the ones that they wrote themselves, I think are way better than classic. Like well, uh, one about the video game. I'm still the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw I like the video that. for that, I was like, no. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no yeah no i mean mkto is done it's done yeah even if even just, if tony you know. this, he knows it's done but i think he should just i think he can and should just like make his own his own music because he can he is capable of that in my yeah. opinion am i oh, biased and uh tony if you are listening that friend that has the uh, recording, a record deal, songwriting deal, and stuff, I can get you get the hookup and you know, get you into an actual studio. I'm just waiting for like the collaboration with Brigida, yes. or as Tony calls her, Brigida. Brigida. <laughs> I love Brigida. Brigida, here we go. I love Brigida and and uh, Dylan. And I was like, I'm excited for them to do um, a song together. I'm just confused on how they're going to do a classic with that. Yeah. Being owned by also Sony. The, the fact that um, I don't think Tony realized that they were dating and that they're in each other's videos all the time. But he was like, oh, yeah, you guys are both great. I'm sure they were there at the exact same moment they were filming the other one. Did you watch? Do you watch Malcolm's stories? Sometimes, yeah. Well, he was on his story the other day, and he's like, somebody was like, are you done with MKTO? And he's like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And then the thing is, is no one will ask Tony about it. And then he'll just keep carrying on like Malcolm's coming back. Yeah, or the the girl in the uh, Discord that was like, so is MKTO done? And people were like, yeah, no, it's just Tony. And she's like, oh, man, I'm really upset that they broke up. But like, Tony will do great. I don't know what Malcolm's doing. Like comedy with half-naked women. Yeah. But also, wasn't he in 
Is that show that he's in? Comedy he's or in no? No, no, he's doing some comedy thing on YouTube. Not really my thing. That's fair. If you want to be taken seriously as an actor, you don't want to be making jokes about like porn and things like that. I don't, that's not me. Maybe they should make like a subcategory for the Oscars pornography nominees. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm Kelly. Yeah. Um, adult film actors goes to. <laughs> I think they I think they have Adam David Kelly. <laughs> I think they have oh my god. I think they do have an award show, but it's not televised for uh, adult film actors. I mean that would make sense. If you're well, if it like is televised, it's on like Playboy. Yeah, you're gonna have to have it on HBO or something like HBO is even still a little too uh like clean it's gonna be like i gotta stop i gotta stop going a tiktok like freaks me out like my mom goes on tiktok more than i do and like i'll see my mom's like scrolling like she's not looking for anything and then all of a sudden there's like a woman who's like old enough to be my mother's mother in a bikini with everything showing and she's like this and i'm like why like it makes me want to quit TikTok because I I didn't think TikTok was I thought you weren't even allowed to have nudity on TikTok. Uh, you're not supposed to. So if but, you're 90 and you're naked, it's okay. I mean, as long as things are covered, I assume that's fine. And your captions uh are edited. I was in someone's live once. It was a guy and he was like, you know, he was good looking and people were trying to tell him to take his shorts off. And he was like, listen, guys, I, you're not allowed to do that on here. And that's really rude. And, and then the next thing, you know, you know, grandmas are naked and they get money for this. Yeah. Like listen, mom, I've seen when people are like, I get the world. And I'm like, how much money did you just get? Did you just get a hundred bucks in tips? Yeah, that's what my mom said. She's like, they're naked and I'm like, they make money. And she's like, tons. Like, it's just, you sit there for like two minutes and watch it. They have tons of money coming in. And I'm like, for what though? Like, if you want to see naked old ladies, like, I think you can see it probably online somewhere for free for one. But like, it's just, you can't have a lot of integrity to, to be doing that. I just, I just think it's disgusting. I mean, now that that's how uh, the Hype House reality show came to be, which I still don't know why it's a thing. Like, imagine but, uh, your grandma's doing that and you find out. I'd be very shocked because currently she is in a bed in the nursing home. So, well, I mean, mine's dead, but my grandma was very sexy, like, but she would never be on TikTok, like, showing things. Like, she was. She's like Blanche from Golden Girls. Like she dressed kind of sexy, but like classy at the same time, but not, mm. she's not ever, ever going to be on TikTok naked or anything like that. So when I see that, I'm like, that's someone's grandma. Like, can we just. Yeah. Yeah. No, if I ever saw my grandma on TikTok, just like look at me and age me like 50, 60 years and dead on like in gray bikini, hair, but in a bikini. In a bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't With, you uh, do it? Put like a filter on. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah, I'm good. This I, is like uh, the most I, random conversation. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. Sometimes it's welcome to, to our life. 
I mean, sometimes it's fun to have random conversations because sometimes you focus so much on one topic and then it's like, uh, gets boring. That's like why so many people, I think that's why so many people like Dennis's episode because he just literally is telling one story and he's like, let me tell you a story about the people in the basement. And I'm like, can you finish the other story first, please? Because I, unfortunately, not unfortunately, I mean, I lived all those stories, but when he, as soon as he said the people in the basement, I knew where he was going with that. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) you try to forget, but remember when you were on TikTok, not TikTok, Twitch, and you're like, hey, Tony, did you hear about the guy who (laughs) put his junk in the YMCA pool? And like five minutes later, he's like, why would you do that? There's kids there. And I was like, no, there weren't because it was after hours. And he's like, why don't you just go somewhere private? And all, all I kept thinking was, where is there a private public pool? Listen, my favorite things are when you will just text me and be like, hey, you should put this in chat. And I'm like, all right, bet, let's go. And I type it. And then my next message underneath says, Bella told me to say this. And he goes, what? Why? Why did I just read that? Be like, what the fuck? I always promote his lives on here. So that's I think that's why some of my friends end up in there and then they're watching it and they're like, what the fuck? Because they're expecting singing, like he's gonna sing and talk. And now he started doing this thing where he's playing playing video games. Video games. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make any sense. Like well, it's funny because I'm in his life versus crude oil's life and drew is just you know talking to everyone talking about the discord and how like we built this community but also just like being normal and then you've got tony's live and he's like there's lag oh no my internet let me call my internet provider i think i just figured out what's wrong sir and then oh well i wanted to sing for you today but i i guess i can't do it Oh gotta, no, gotta I'm get all the PC. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Or my face. Oh no, let me get my horse head. Or my horse okay. mask. <laughs> Where's Buddha? No. <laughs> my favorite is when he's like, what kind of porno are you watching? <laughs> of all the things. I could say like a hundred things. Because and I do, I say all kinds of stupid things. Of all the things I say, that's a thing that you decide that you're gonna read out loud. Yes. Listen, I went on this rant with my roommate so many times where usually I'm in like lives and stuff and I'm just like spam chatting, like just to be funny. And like, I'm not expecting anyone to read it. The one time when I'm like, please do not read this. And it gets read out loud or it's like a question that I'm like, you don't have to answer this. And it gets answered. And I'm like, that one, it couldn't have been the actual important question. Or the comments that actually made sense. Okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just my leave favorite, now. My favorite question in Twitch. Hi, can uh, you know insert name here? Can you read your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> they did read it, or they don't care to. That's the reality of it. Because you're doing that. Lego. Are you getting a sponsorship? For like, <laughs> I'm gonna call him out on that. I'm gonna be like, so last night you canceled Twitch because there was Lego, and he's gonna be like, no, I did that beforehand. 
I had to Listen, call the internet provider. I need to call this man out again for Bachelor Night. Like, don't stream during yeah, Bachelor I can't. Night. I can't with the Bachelor. That that Shanae drove me. My mom was like, I hate this bitch and everything. And like now she's finally gone. Listen. I literally only watch it for the stupidity and the drama. Like, I don't even care about The Bachelor anymore. Like, Clayton's fine. He's vanilla. He's playing whatever. I'm here for, like, the drama The drama that girls. doesn't. Yeah. But Shanae made me want to punch a wall. When she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And Niagara Falls. Bye. I was like, no. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I should funny. an Oscar. Like, no, you don't deserve an Oscar an for Oscar manipulation for and lying and acting like for, yourself yeah for um and then she says bitch. the other girl is an actress yeah which never happened and the whole uh, who do you think three girls home it? already like well if i'm looking at the previews that they uh basically spoiled uh i think sarah's gonna be in the last um and maybe Genevieve. I feel but like I don't think he actually ends up with anybody. That's what I was Oh, Susie, say. I think is also in the last three. Because he's like, I'm in love with three women. You are? And I was intimate with two of you. Like no, okay. I thought he was intimate with all three of them. Even two of uh, them. Yeah, yeah. Even still, like, sir, did you have to say that? Like, are you actually in love with them? I still don't know anything about you except for your next football player. Like, let's move on. Okay, okay. To be fair, he's an ex-football player who never played in the NFL. He played on the practice squad. The same thing as Tom, except Tom did it, not Tom Brady. Tom played on practice squad for Arizona for like three years. And then he got, they, they let him go. He's like seven feet tall. He, at the time he had like this long stringy hair and, and he has like a menacing kind of look. So they took him and now he's like a mid Carter. I wish they'd use him more as, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I know you don't really watch it too much, but your roommate does. No, no, no. Not my roommate. My friend. Your friend. That's right. My For roommate. Me, yeah. My roommate knows nothing about sports or wrestling for me it's like i just i i think i only watch it for him at this point because he's so he's funny and he's talented and he's good but they're not using him right and i kind of want to get on the phone and be like can i speak to vince mcmahon because i want to like to make a complaint but then they're not going to pass me along i I love how this turns into movies and reality tv (laughs) shows and twitch like i don't care because like i said people love you know random stuff my chat with Sam was pretty random too. And so many people were like, I liked this one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, good. It was so good. But like also welcome to our Instagram DMs. This is exactly <laughs> what happened. I should call that. That's what I'm going to call the, the the episode. Like welcome to Instagrams. This is what Instagram's chats, Instagram chats sound like. Except with less, you know, details about how much we love movies. I mean. That's and- true. We don't talk about but, Andrew Garfield being shirtless in there ever. <laughs> no, no, never. Although, I mean, there's some videos and pictures of 
Andrew Garfield and other things just uh, inserted in between. Sometimes I will wake up to nine messages and uh, from who? From, videos from or pictures. someone else? Not from me. Some, some blonde girl who's like an <laughs> actress. I don't know. Sounds like me. Oh no, it is me. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I was going to say the line that they say in Scooby Doo and I totally forgot. It wasn't for those damn kids. <laughs> I still, I, I have to say this. I still can't believe that Sam Salem didn't know that it was S- Simple Plan singing the, that song, the What's New Scoopy Doo. I listened to that and I said, How do you not know? That's Pierre's voice. You you're a Simple Plan fan and you just don't know. That's yeah. Pierre's voice. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like when you're watching uh, Aaron Carter when he was younger did like the same song for another one. And uh, yes, yes. Like if you said, oh, I didn't know that was him. Like, are you, does he not have a recognizable voice? Like, what do you, what do you mean? I don't know. But I, I feel like I he think... is even recognizable. I mean, my mom might not be able to immediately recognize an Aaron Carter uh, theme song of a TV show. Well, she might because I listen to a lot of Aaron Carter. <laughs> but like, I can understand like some people not, but like somebody my age being like, oh, I didn't know that was Aaron Carter. Like he has like a voice like this, like, you know, it's him. Yeah. I mean, I loved Aaron Carter. Like, I don't know what happened to him. Literally, <laughs> literally somebody that is our age. Um not knowing who Aaron Carter was or like not recognize his voice and say he still sounds just he still sings like that I thought about having him on the podcast and I was like I feel like it's like asking for a like a recipe for disaster like maybe I should invite Antonio Brown on like that either way it's just gonna be a mess I mean listen you know I watch impulsive and like Logan Paul yeah. and stuff, and I watched Aaron Carter's uh, interview with him versus Antonio Brown. Antonio's was much more like palatable, digestible. That's the word we'll use because I don't know the actual word for it right now. But um, yeah, I could watch that much more and like actually <laughs> pay attention to what was going on with Aaron Carter. I was like when is this interview over? Can I turn it off? Because, like, this man is just driving me insane. What is happening? I don't like Antonio Brown. I really don't. I think that his stupidity has a lot to do with the fact that Tom Brady is retired. But when he talks, he he's very calm. He has, like, a very calm way of talking. And he doesn't speak over you like Aaron Carter would. But I feel like if me and Antonio Brown got into a conversation, I think we would start fighting. Just because I would be oh, like, yeah. you are a fucking asshole. You took off your <laughs> shirt. You ran down the field. Like, you know, it's bad when OJ Simpson is online going, Antonio, Antonio, please don't take off any more clothes. Like, it's OJ Simpson. Everyone thinks he's like the worst human. And he's going, oh, I hope he doesn't take off any more clothes. Please, Antonio. Like, yeah. I mean, full disclosure, I don't have a problem with OJ Simpson. He's been acquitted. I can't. I'm not going to say he, I can't say he did it because I don't know, 
And every time, you know, I, have, I gotta stop watching documentaries about OJ Simpson because every time I watch one, I come up with another theory about how he, how it's possible he didn't do it. Because it, it is possible. Is it probable? I don't know, but it is possible. I mean, true. If you're gonna watch any documentary though, and like ponder what what in the world is happening, I just watched the Tinder Swindler. And like, oh, I watched it too. This man. I watched that too, like, like last week. So not <laughs> the fact that he wants his own dating show and he's like, yeah, this is fine. Like, no, get out of here. My question is, how the fuck was the girl so stupid that she depleted her bank account for him? And then another girl's doing the same thing. Like, he wasn't that good looking. No, no. And um, his I will never understand. No. But also, I know somebody, I'm not going to say who they are, but um, someone very close to me also fell into one of those traps. And by finding an Instagram girl, and uh, when I found out that said Instagram girl was actually a man, they uh, didn't believe me, but it was sort of the same situation where... uh, that person sent that Instagram model money to pay their bills. Yeah, because they're waiting for an inheritance. That that's one person, not a thousand different people. That well, I mean, they should, that person did swindle several people out of money. Yeah, he really. I mean, to be fair, he did play it off as he had all this money, and like. It honestly, looking at the photos and looking at everything that they had gotten because the person before was paying for all the money. Like, so they didn't even think twice about being like, oh, this is fake. They're like, oh, yeah, he's a billionaire. He's just swiping the credit cards. Yeah, but what happened with that inheritance thing? Did that stop? Um, I haven't talked to said person about that because uh, it's a very touchy subject now after finding out the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but my findings were none of it was I feel true. like I played a part in this investigation. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You Investigative journalism! You were actually the person that found out about uh, said model not being model. <laughs> you and Tom. I mean, <laughs> you and Tom were just a freaking duo of bad badasses no tom is really badass he's like a parent and he's got like side businesses and he can cook like if you've seen his instagram he's always cooking yeah and i'm like i'm not eating that because it's so bloody and i don't like blood so but no he can really cook and he lets his um two almost three-year-old play with the blowtorch because he makes like creme brulee and he uses the blowtorch to and he's like when my wife's not looking I let her and I was like oh no (laughs) one day she's gonna be like daddy (laughs) she's gonna find it I don't trust her with a blowtorch or anything just like she's gonna come with that thing this is the one that took scissors 
Crabby Patrick. She's gonna come with the blowtorch one day. She'll be like watching Tony stream and he's not gonna say hi to her like he hasn't for the last week. And she's just gonna blow the thing. If you don't know why I'm laughing at your question, probably like too young to be in here. I don't get that. Do you get that? How does he have all these young fans that are like 15? It's because of TikTok. Like if that song weren't trending, I mean they probably got older siblings. I think there's people like me who've been there from the beginning. You have the younger ones, you know, from TikTok. And then there's like, well, yeah. The people that are... Lenny. Yeah. (laughs) Lenny. And if for some reason... I wasn't there for the Lenny one. He told... I wasn't there for the and he told Tom, I wasn't there for it. And he right. told Tom, and he was like, why does your daughter watch this? He just sits there and doesn't do anything. And I was like, oh, no. I wish it I was so, been there. It was so funny. He was like, yeah, no, I'm here for Melanie. Melanie's not here right now. Like, I'm here for her. Why is this three-year-old so what? popular? That's why? Stupid, why? What's, what's going on? Yeah. And then he goes, Wow. Oh, do you are you friends with Melanie? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm apparently a purple. He told Tom he's like I offered <laughs> to send him a hat and he didn't look. He didn't respond. He said, "I can send you an autograph. It's not as good as Tom's." And I said, "Lenny, yours is just as good." He said, "No, no, no. I'm a teammate of Tom Brady. Tom Brady is number as, one, not mine. Not as good as Tom's right now, but it will be. Lenny's only 27." Like 27 or 26 and he's like the only person in the league this year who's gotten four running touchdowns in one game that just means like you don't watch football that just means tom hands him the ball and he just takes up right he's like a little short black dude and he runs really 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 fast and so they were calling him like lenny's i can't remember the nickname gronk gave him some tud tuddy nickname it was funny but no lenny's great he should go in there when i'm there and be like like hey i'm here without a three-year-old this time he'll come in with tom when tom, come in when tom is in there too and i'm in there by myself tom will be in yep. there with his child yeah but i had fun and um we should definitely do this again after the oscars so that we can be pissed off about how andrew doesn't win <laughs> yes and yes. now the whole I world will. knows my background is andrew <laughs> that's okay they also know that i have a tyler posey uh Hello. It's fine. It's fine. It's just like the rest of the internet also knows how much that I love Dylan O'Brien, which is oh, everyone loves Dylan O'Brien. Off topic, I think he could be the next Wahlberg. Like, I think he has that kind of career. Possible. All right. Well, I will talk to you later. It was nice having you here. Yeah. Well, virtually here, and hopefully we'll see each other soon. Yes, fun for sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Love having you. Bye. I feel like I speak on behalf of Pay and myself when I say we really hope that you had fun listening to us gab about absolutely nothing. Sometimes this podcast is hard hitting and sometimes it's just fluff because we need that. We just need, you know, alleviation from all the the stress in life and just, you know, time to giggle and whatever. And that's what this was. So (laughs) really we just got carried away and it was fun. And I love having fun with my friends. And I'm so grateful 
to have a friend like Pei. So I hope that you love her as much as I do. Um, if you want, you can check her out on Twitter. She is Paymitch, P-A-Y-M-I-T-C-H. And she is very entertaining. Um, if you guys are listening to this on the host website, like I keep forgetting to announce at the beginning, please exit and then go listen to it on like Spotify, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or one of those things and give us a hit because that would be super califragilistic, expialidocious. That'd be fun. That'd be great. Um, I want to say that I'm excited that next week I have TikTok sensation comedic Cody on the show. And I think you're going to enjoy that. Um, otherwise just want to thank my sponsors. Um, of course the TV 12 method who has no idea that they've been sponsoring me and my official sponsors, um, Michael Salberg family wines, which you can find anywhere in the United States or at Michael Salberg family or <laughs> Michael Salberg family wines on Instagram and also want to encourage you to check out the Ignorant Gentleman's Apparel Shop on Etsy. It's ignorant underscore gentleman. So Etsy slash ignorant underscore gentleman. Other than that, I think I've run out of things to say, which is a really weird thing to hear coming from me. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And oh, before I go, hello, Bobby. Totally forgot to say hi to Bobby last week. Totally got an earful. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Um, if you want to suggest guests or topics, you know where to find me on Twitter at a blonde who talks, A B L O N D E W H O T A L K S. Um, and for those of you who keep messaging me that you want Alyssa Bonagura or Tony Aller on the show, please be aware that these two episodes are in the works. We are working on schedules and they will happen. So again, thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.